Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I wanna, I'm your host today, and I want to thank you for joining me. I'm always honored when someone spends time out of their busy day with me. Uh, so today, um, I'm, I'm, we're going to be talking about transportation, specifically transportation for children. And if you'll stick with me, you'll see where all of this ties back into my theme, which is all things franchising. I recently read an article, and it went like this. School districts across the U.S. are struggling with a severe bus driver shortage this fall. And this this um, recording is October the 12th of 2021. So we're talking about a shortage in uh, the school year for 2021. A National School Transportation Associ Association survey reports over 80% of school districts have altered service and 51 described their staffing issue as severe or desperate. It went on to say school districts are reporting that the bus driver shortage is disrupting education in a myriad of ways. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And um, my guest today is Yolanda Stevenson. And Yolanda is the founder of Taxi Mom. She founded it in 2004 because she'd struggled to find safe and reliable transportation for her children, plus she also saw that there was a need among other parents. So Taxi Mom is a unique private shuttle offering many types of transportation based on the needs of each community. So please help me in welcoming Yolanda to, to, to the show today. Yolanda, welcome to the show. Hi, Linda. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited oh. about sharing this. I am excited about it as well. And you know, Yolanda, I see some of the most creative um, business opportunities coming out of the founder's personal need. So I want to hear about that. But Yolanda, first tell us a little bit about your background, um, you know, a little bit about your history. And tell me about Taxi Mom. And how did how was that born? Well, I used to work in corporate. Um, I worked at NEC America. I worked in the mobility department. And I worked my way up. I used to be a receptionist, and I worked my way up to uh, sales. I went into every department. They used to call me a jack-of-all-trades. And then they were downsizing, and I wanted to be downsized because I was getting ready to have my daughter, and I didn't want to spend two hours on the road commuting, and that would take mm -hmm. two hours away from my family time. 
So I took a year off after I had her, and um, I decided it was time for me to go back to work. And when I went back to work, I got into technology, working for Opinioneering, and then they ended up going belly up. So um, I ended up working for my dad in masonry construction, running his office, and I was commuting back and forth from Waco to Dallas every week with my daughter on my side. And my two boys were the ones that uh, were at home with their dad, and my husband was working at that time. So he ended up, um, you know, having to take time to take them to school and picking them up was such a challenge for him. So that's where the taxi mom was born because um, we needed a service like this, and I started to look around for the services, and I could never find anyone. Well, then I ended up finding someone that was in business called Going My Way out of Plano. Well, they wanted to start charging me $75 a week per Hmm. child within one mile of the school, and I was within one mile of the school, and that was really high. But as a parent, I was willing to pay that. But I didn't end up having to pay it because um, I found a lady that was able to uh, pick up my youngest son, and she was only charging me $25. But my oldest son had to cross a major intersection every day because he was in middle school at the time. So my daughter was turning five years old, and it was time for her to to start school, and I told my dad I couldn't do it anymore, that I needed to be uh, more at home. So I needed to figure out a way to make money, but yet um, I wanted to be at home to, to be there for my children at the same time. So I came home with this brilliant idea as to uh, transportation, because if I needed it, I knew there were more parents out there that needed it. And I pitched it to my kids and my husband at the time. And they helped me, my kids helped me pick out the name Taxi Mom. That's where Taxi Mom was born. And believe it or not, our colors were purple and white. And I went and bought some signs and I stuck them in the the yard, you know, the school yards that I wanted to target. And boom, there it goes. There's Taxi Mom. And after the first year, because I maxed out on my vehicle, and after the first year, my husband had to quit his job. My sister, I pitched it to her to come from Waco to Dallas to help us build the business. And so she took a risk and picked up and moved to uh, Dallas and lived with me for a year. And we built Taxi Mom. And the second year, we had three routes going. And we've been at it ever since. Wow. You know, Yolanda, I absolutely love um, you saying if you needed it, then probably someone else did as well. Because it's funny, any time I have launched a big project, it's because I've searched for something and I either wasn't satisfied with what I found or I couldn't find it. So that is, to me, the perfect example of finding a demand and filling that service where it's either underserved or not served at all. So when you're talking about um, the, 
the routes? Is it just to and from school that most of the parents need assistance with? I know when my daughter was young, um, you know, school buses only, um, you know, they only bring kids in from a certain distance. And sometimes if you live too close to the school, you don't qualify for transportation. But little (laughs) ones still need some help, don't they? They do, and, you know, I'm glad you asked that question is because when you live within a two-mile radius of the school, you get no bus transportation. Mm -hmm. And then when you do get bus transportation, sometimes you have to walk a mile to get to that bus stop. Mm -hmm. And most of the parents that are looking for this type of service are, they need it going to and from. They want to be able to go from home to school or from school to home But then you have also the ones that are in daycare, but the daycares won't service that school because they don't have enough enrollment at that school. Uh And then there's other people that need it because they want to go to an after-school program like a mathnasium or um, a Kuman, you know, where they're sending their kids somewhere for lessons you know, additional lessons for their education or, you know, even if they want to go to soccer practice. So if they, if it happens to fall within that time frame that we can do it, we try to help each parent out. But every circumstance is a little different. The majority, I would say about 90% of what we do is basically from home to school and school to home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember... Of course, my daughter is grown and has has children of her own. But I can remember um, when this was back when kindergarten were was just half days. I don't know that many people remember that, but there was a time when there was a morning kindergarten and an afternoon, and I worked. They actually still. Oh, I'm, I'm I apologize for interrupting no. you. No. I was going to say that they actually still have that. But it, after the pandemic, they've offered it full-time now. Okay. Which makes more sense, doesn't it? Because, you know, I was a working mom, and it was difficult for me to get, you know, what do I do when she's done at noon? It was, So I had to scramble for pri- uh, independent, you know, maybe – the mother of another kid in her classroom to take her to daycare. So it can be very stressful, can't it, for parents? Absolutely. Um, It's terrible and it feels really bad when a parent calls and you can hear the desperation, you know, in their voices because they are really desperate to find some help and dependable help. Because you can turn to a neighbor, you can turn to a friend, you can turn to your child's uh, classmate, but what happens when that child gets sick? Does that parent really want to get out for that other child that they're that they're doing a favor for? Mm-hmm. Half the time they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very and that's good where point we there. come in, and we and we and that's that's why they they'll call us and say, you know, they need that reliability. They need somebody dependable because they don't want to have to get off of work and they don't want to rush. And a lot of them, they're afraid of losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. You know, and another thing that, that I'm seeing happening as well, Yolanda, is that, yeah, everybody worked from home for a period of time, but some of the companies now are bringing their employees back, you know, maybe two days a week, um, maybe three days a week. So it it just doesn't, um, it, it creates another level of concern when this is not, you can't take your child to school every day. There's still those two or three days that you're having to go back into the office. So I'm sure you're seeing some of that as well. We are seeing some of that, but we are also seeing a lot of parents that are still working from home. I I would say about 80 to 90 percent of the time, they can't get away. They still can't get away, and they can't make it work on the timing. And Mm -hmm. so um, it really kind of depends on what industry they're in. But um, we still transport a lot of kids that the parents are working from home. And even though a lot of people are going back to work, it doesn't really matter. It's not really affecting us in any way right now. Mm-hmm. It's been mm-hmm. really a, a roller coaster. We were off for two weeks. And one of one of our bigger districts has an intercession week and has a um, fall break back-to-back. And um, it felt like a roller coaster because it felt like the beginning of school because our phones keep ringing and people are changing jobs right now. And so oh. they're frantically looking for transportation right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. So speaking of looking for jobs, <laughs> I know that you are you franchise this opportunity, Taxi Mom. So what are some you know, are you who are you looking for? Who is a good franchisee for you? Who could most benefit from this franchise opportunity? Well, I mean, a person that is, you know, it's usually a mom that understands Mm -hmm. the need that has gone through the same ordeal that we've gone through. As far as, you know, moms are the ones that are usually having to set up everything when it comes to their children. You know, the the majority of it all falls to the mom. And um, we even have some single dads that have looked into the, you know, into the franchise as well. But um, we're looking for like-minded people that are looking to build a business and build something for the community as well as they can incorporate this into their family, into their family lifestyle, you know, because you're actually able to work the business, take your own kid to school, and pick up your own kid, know what's going on at the schools, be a part of their, you know, your child's life as far as being with their friends as well. So, um, you know, the ideal candidate would be someone that truly understands the need for the business and wants to make a difference in their community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and and sometimes... A, a regular an eight to five, if those exist anymore, but an eight to five job really is it it doesn't even pay a mom sometimes to work that eight to five, <laughs> does it? No, 
No, it doesn't. I practically raised my entire family on Taxi Mom. I have three children, and uh, my baby that is now 23, she um, grew up on Taxi Mom because I started it when she was five. So it paid for, you know, all of them, and it paid for her college education. So Taxi Mom does really well working, you know, on a part-time basis. But, you know, even – and I don't even like to sell it on a part-time basis just because no matter what kind of entrepreneur you are, you're going to put way more hours into something that you're more passionate about, but it doesn't feel like work. Right. You know, it feel, because it's your passion. I love what I do, um, and that's why I do it. And the one thing I've always told my kids growing up is love what you do because it doesn't feel like work when you're loving what you do. Right, right. That's very, very good advice there, absolutely. So if someone's listening and they're thinking, well, this sounds like it could be an opportunity for me, what does it take to get started, Yolanda? Do they uh, is do they have a van? Um, is that scalable? Can they add an adi- additional vehicle and driver? Tell me about what that looks like. So what that looks like is is that we um, sell based on you know we're brand new, so we've only sold five mm-hmm. territories, and um, right now. We're getting so many inquiries on it, you know, on on the business itself. The need is so high. And what we do is we sell 50 schools within a protected territory. And out of those 50 schools, that's the public schools. That doesn't include the private schools and some of the charter schools that haven't signed up into that public realm yet that are not showing up, mm-hmm. and, um, and any Montessori school. And what they do is that's bonus. So a school that you have 50, 50 actual public schools in could end up being 70 schools total, okay? Wow. And um, they have the growth, the ability to grow up to 10 to 15 vans per school, per, per territory. Wow. Wow. Yes. It gives so them the ability to grow. So, so you're able to add an additional vehicles as you, the, as the demand increases, I would think, now this is just me, Yolanda, but I would think that once one family starts using Taxi Mom, that that would spread like wildfire through communities. Yes, it does. In fact, I, I giggle because um, the main source of how we get our, our clientele is word of mouth. We've, I've never done a whole lot of social media until recently, but um, it is, it, it, that has been our bread and butter is, is the word of mouth. That's the most powerful marketing you can do. And everybody that uses us, you know, they talk to a friend and then their friend will call us and then they see the marked vehicles all around town and they're curious because they want to know what is Taxi Mom. And so um, they will call us and they will ask. So, I mean, it's, it's been an amazing, amazing experience and a totally growing experience for us. But we've been able to help 
over thousands of families. We've been able to see some of these kids graduate. We've been able to actually go to some of their weddings, their baby showers, and um, that is so gratifying to be able to be a part and instilled in their families like that. You know, I love that story because, to me, when you are seen as part of the family, then that's when you know that you did it right. And Yolanda, it certainly sounds like, you know, you have done it right. But I tell you what, I'm coming up on uh, needing to take a commercial break, Um, but I love stories. And I just have a feeling that you might have some stories out there that you could share with us when we come back from break. Absolutely. Wonderful. So, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be back with more from Taxi Mom. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. We're here today with Yolanda Stevenson, and we're talking about Taxi Mom. So, Yolanda, when we broke for commercial break, um, I asked you if you happen to have some stories you could share with us. (laughs) I do. I do. We have so many stories. In fact, uh, my sister and I have talked about so many of the funny stories that these kids will tell us that she says you should start a book. You should actually write a book with all these stories that these kids come back and tell you. But um, one story I wanted to share with you is um, about our autistic kids. Um, We do transport uh, kids that have autism, and, um, you know, we try to make everything inclusive as far as, um, you know, making them feel part of something bigger, And most of the time, these autistic kids don't speak. Um, Some of them have Asperger's and what have you. But uh, one in particular child, um, you know, I met him. His mom brought him over to our home. His name was Jake. And um, I remember him being at my table, and he kept playing with these um, fur animals. 
And we actually watched him from when he was in elementary school all the way to high school. And um, it was such a nice experience to be able to see him because he never really talked to us. And then all of a sudden, as he got used to us, he started talking to us more and more and more and more. And then he would able, was able to have a little more conversation with us. Um, I used to sit him in the front as he got older because he had Asperger's and he didn't like anybody touching him. Mm-hmm. So that was really important not to put anybody near him because he didn't want anybody touching him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he would come in, he would tell us all kinds of funny stories. He would share his favorite music with us. He would start to sing. And he was just super, super smart, you know. But we got to watch him graduate from from um, high school. and And that was so very neat to be able to see him grow and expand. You know, but to to actually watch these kids, you know, sing songs. One of his favorite was uh, Lady Gaga. He loved Lady Gaga, and he loved Halloween. So he always talked about the lyrics of Lady Gaga. He wanted to talk about Halloween, and he had something on his door, and he brought it over to me, and he scared me with it, and he got such a kick out of scaring me <laughs> with, a, a cre- with a creature, you know, and I'm just like, Jake, why are you doing this to me? But, you know, he he was just so sweet, you know, and, you know, like I said, it, it's just, it's amazing to me to be able to see them grow. But um, we had another one, Zane, and um, – he would repeat himself, you know, he was a little more intense with his autism, but he would always repeat himself. And my son, Josh was the one that would always drive him. And my son, Josh is a big team. He's a big, uh, a cowboy fanatic. And, uh, he would always have like sport talk radio on and he got this little boy hooked on it. And so when I went to go pick up Zane one day, Zane says, where's Josh? And I would tell him, well, Josh isn't here. Oh, well, I want Josh. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was saying, well, today Josh can't be your driver, you know. He goes, well, tell him I said go Cowboys. (laughs) 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 But, you know, it's just, it's, yes, yes. And, I mean, I could go on and on and on giving you all types of, um, but, you know, it's it's just, like I said, I love what I do, and, you know, it's going to be really important for me uh, to find uh, franchisees that have the same, that are going to be able to share the same vision and have that same kind of love and caring about children, you know, because mm-hmm. you got to love kids to do this. Absolutely. And um, I'd like to share one um, story with you about my franchisee. Would love to and hear. she's she's my first franchisee. So we launched in August of 2019, and Winnie actually called me. She she wanted me to service her area, and and this was in 2016 that she called me in, and I told her that you know there was no way we could do it. She was just too far, and I couldn't expand. I didn't have the manpower to expand out that way. And so I told her that we were looking to franchise, and and she says, well, let me know as soon as you get ready to franchise. 
okay, I said. And so, you know, when we got ready to launch, I thought I'm going to go back to my emails and I'm going to let her know. And so I found her email. But what was interesting is the day we launched our website, Winnie found me immediately. And she was in. She was all in. She was ready to buy. She was our first franchisee that came in and bought franchise um, in August of 2019. And she launched her business in September. She was fast. But she challenges me in so many ways because she has so many good ideas. And this year, she bought the first Taxi Mom bus. We typically use 12 and 15 passenger vans. She bought a bus. She bought a bus that fits 15 kids. Uh, You don't have to have a CDL. And she had it wrapped with Taxi Mom. And the only reason that I've never bought a bus was because I don't have the room. We, I have 11 vans right now, and I don't have the room to support it because it's all home-based. Mm-hmm. So most of my drivers take the vans home, and, you know, uh, in the summertime, these drivers usually come back. I try to keep, you know, my drivers happy, and they're pretty loyal. So they take those vans home even out through the summer because they still work for me during the summer as well. But long story short, I'm so proud of her because she stepped up the game. And my husband told me, Yolanda, Winnie's going to make you level up. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, oh, yeah, she's going to give me a run for my money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that brings brings up a really good point, Yolanda, that – you are an emerging brand. So, folks, for someone that doesn't understand that term, an emerging brand is a newer franchise. Now, there, there are great advantages of partnering up and become a franchisee with an emerging brand. And Yolanda just ex- described one of those, that she listens to her franchisees. For a brand that has thousands of franchisees, you know, they've probably been around maybe 20, 30, 40 years, and they have the system, and the system is the system. The great thing about an emerging brand is you you really have access to those founders and to those owners, and you have their ear, and they want to hear from you. So I think that is a perfect selling feature, Yolanda, for someone who might be interested in this to contact you and find out more information. So with that being said, if someone's listening and they think, you know, I think this would fit perfectly, how would they find out more information about Taxi Mom and how would they reach out to you? Well, they can go to our website at TaxiMomFranchise.com. They can send us an email at info at taximomfranchise.com, and they can even call us at 469-226-3698. We're based out of Richardson, Texas. And on another note, I'm real big into, um, you know, because it's a partnership, and I love what every franchisee has brought to the table. And, you know, it's not about me. It's about all of us as a community making a difference. 
So, um, and I'm always open, and I'm always open to change. So they're always giving me feedback, which I love. I absolutely love it. And I agree with being an emerging franchise. Everything's a learning thing's new, and um, it's a great way to grow a brand-new brand. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. Uh, Yolanda, we're down to the end of the show, and I've got those final three questions here. So the first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Well, ask questions. Be Do your due diligence. You know, um, be sure to ask all the important questions. Take your time. I know that it takes 21 days to get through that franchise disclosure document. And don't be afraid to apply because applying doesn't mean that you're uh, making the commitment to buy. You're just mm-hmm. looking into it. Very good. And, you know, it, it does take time. This is an, a huge investment. And in many, time, many cases, this is a huge lifestyle change as well for people. So you don't want to make those, those decisions quickly. You do want to take your time. So I appreciate you encouraging people to do that. So the second question here is what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Open-minded, and you have to have patience. Um, no matter what you do in life, you know, you're not going to ever get into something and think that it, the money's just going to come pouring in. You have to work at it. So um, you have to be patient with that. You can't expect to come in and buy something and expect it to turn around within a year, you know. So um, and and being able to be open-minded is, you have to have that forward thinking, and that's really, really important. You have to be a go-getter, a problem solver. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I tell any client I work with, Yolanda, is even though you're buying into a franchise, you're buying into a system, there's still work that has to be done. So if you think that you're going to hang your shingle out one day, and open the doors as ABC franchise, you're going to have a line of people down the street, then you're going to be very disappointed. But part of the exactly. fun, you know, I always saw part of the fun is grow, helping to grow it yourself. Yes, you have the brand, but come on, being out there networking and meeting people, it, that, is, I, that gives me a high seeing, you know, being out around people and talking about the business. When you're working with someone, Yolanda, do you help them um, to better understand how to get out and network? Because some people don't know how to do that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's about support, but it's also about coaching, and there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. And you can't be shy. You're going to have to be willing to take that risk and be uncomfortable. Um, if you're not, if you're not going to, uh, if you're not willing to be open-minded enough to be uncomfortable, 
then you're you're not going to do yourself any justice by buying into any type of business. Right. That's exactly right. Exactly right. So the final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? Uh, well, I've been thinking about um, the great resignation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are resigning from their jobs because the pandemic gave a lot of people a lot of time to think about what they want to do. And what I think about doing what you love is the most important thing. You know, the rat race of being working in corporate and it's just so invigorating to work for yourself, to be your Mm -hmm. own boss, to make a difference in your community, to make a difference in your family. So I can only see franchises going up in sales, no matter what industry they choose, but um, because people are resigning left and right because they're looking for a change. They're looking for something different. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, The Great Resignation is a huge movement, and I believe that the pandemic created that pause, that opportunity for us to think about those two-hour commutes. And Yolanda, I did those two-hour commutes as well. So I totally know how draining it can be to spend two hours on the road every single day and how that takes time away from your family. So yes, I believe that... important. Uh, and, and this, you know, your franchise is all about family. So I think it's just a perfect fit for a single mom, for families. Um, I think it's just perfect. Uh, So with that being said, is there one more thing that you would like to share with our listeners before we uh, wrap up our interview here, Yolanda? Yes, I would. Um, I'm glad that you brought up single mom you know, um, pandemic when we were talking about the great resignation. I have a person that uh, bought the franchise. She actually was a client of mine. She used Taxi Mom for her child, and she was looking for a change, so she quit her job and she was going to go back to school, offered her a part-time job as a driver, so she took it. And then, um, and then I really liked what I was seeing. So then I offered her more, a more um, responsibility, and asked her to start coming into the office. So she did. And when she saw, you know, um, what Taxi Mom was really doing and how it was really making a difference for families, she decided she wanted to buy her own. And as a single mom, she took the risk. She bought the franchise. And she started in the pandemic. Wow. So she started in July. She bought it in July of 2020. So she bought it last year. She started it, and she did well. And this year, she's already has two routes going. So if if she can do it as a single mom, anybody can come in and do it as long as they understand what they're doing, and and they want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Making a yeah. difference is very important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, uh, Yolanda, when I left corporate, my I remember my boss saying, 
Linda, what are you going to do? I've been banking 30-plus years. And I said, I don't know, but it has to be more purposeful. And I believe that the pandemic uh, created an opportunity for all of us to really think about, are we, are we serving? Are we doing something that is helping others? Um, are we living that life on purpose? So I, I would think that you're hearing some of that from people who are uh, coming to you about that franchise opportunity. Absolutely. Yes. Um, you're starving. Starving is big for me because that's mm-hmm. why I do what I do. Um, you know, you do have to have a clear intention on what you're doing and why you're doing it. So, um, you know, I'm a big uh, faith believer. God is my, you know, I I believe in him with all of my heart and soul, and I believe that he gives me guidance. And that is just who I am. You know, I don't put it on anybody, but that's just how I run my business on a daily basis. And I run it based on, how would, a, how would a parent react to this? How would I react to this as the parent, you know? So I treat it the way that I expect it to be treated if I was the actual consumer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, that's what, and that's what makes a great company is when they put themselves in the shoes of their customer and they deliver what the customer needs. So, Yolanda, I love what you're doing. I love the concept. Unfortunately, we're down to the end of the show. And if someone, if you struck an, struck an accord with someone and they really want to find out more, one more time, how would they find out more about Taxi Mom or reach out to you? Again, they can reach out to us by re- calling us at 469-226-3698. They can go to our website at taximomfranchise.com, and then they can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at taximomfranchise.com. Wonderful. And, Linda, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, absolutely. You know, I love to spotlight unique franchises that people don't think about. And I, as I say on so many of the shows, it's no longer burgers and fries. Uh, franchises, uh, the franchise business model is a great concept to be able to provide a product or a service to those that would not normally get that. And that's exactly what you're doing, Yolanda. I so appreciate you being on this show. I really look forward to following Taxi Mom and watching you grow in many cities across the U.S. Thank you so much. Again, I appreciate uh, the spotlight. Absolutely. So, folks, I, you know, again, I want to, to reiterate that franchising is popping up in so many industries. And what I love about Yolanda's story is it came out of her own need. And that is where so many fabulous, new services and new franchises are coming from is out of the founder's own need. So as always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. This is a quote by Martin Luther King Jr. Everyone can be great, 
because everyone can serve. It's exactly what Taxi Mom does. It serves the community. So folks, thanks again for being with me on All Things Franchising, and we'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.